Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is In The Red on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ as we focus on the Crusaders and their campaign for Super Rugby Pacific supremacy in 2024. Oh, bit of split ends to kick us off. How about that? How about that? Yes, the uh, Super Rugby shows are going to be, I can't remember the order, uh, Crusaders and Moana Pacifica today, and then we'll do two teams Tuesdays, two teams Wednesdays, week in, week out. Uh, me and Sammy are going to walk you through. We'll try and get a guest every week as well. We'll try and get players, we'll try and get coaches, we'll try and get former players, the whole shooting box for you Um as the super season is about to get underway. Of course, concerning news that it looks like Will Jordan might be out for, if not the whole season, a big chunk of it, shoulder reconstruction required. Um, Lee Halfpenny as well. Looks like he's had a bad injury. I was very much looking to see how he went. Um, they've had preseason games against Munster, Bristol Bears and the Highlanders at the Methven Recreational Reserve, albeit, I understand, 14 players from outside the squad uh, were involved in that one. I do wonder about the importance of pre-season games or was that because of the travel toll that it took on them having gone to the Northern Hemisphere in six days after the game of Bristol, then they had to play the Highlanders um, on Friday the 16th. Um, and I've got their whole squad here, but we've got Mr. Crusader himself. He had a 1,000 games for them. Well, maybe not a 1,000, but he had a decent old chunk. And he still sort of rubs shoulders in the rugby fraternity as well as the construction side of things now. We've had him on the show before. He's a great man. Corey Flynn. Flinny, welcome in. Crusaders are about to get angry again for Super Rugby. How are you? Yeah, look, oh, I'm brilliant. I'm brilliant. A lot of changes. And I guess the biggest change for the Crusaders is the Razor Robertson one, who didn't take the park, but he's been so influential for so long. Can sometimes be a good thing for a fresh approach, but he is a big loss. Yeah, he is a big loss. Um, and, you know, like with Rob Penny coming in, it's, he, he knows the, he knows the outfit. He's a very passionate Canterbury man, so I mean, um, yeah, pretty good replacement in terms of, um, but yeah, pretty tough to, pretty tough to replace. But yeah, we've we've got a good replacement in, in Rob Penny. The Crusaders went north and had a game against uh, Munster. Lost that. They played Bristol. They've played the Highlanders. Pre-seasons for you, Flinny. Um, how important are they, and what is their role in setting up the season? Um, yeah, they are important because, you know, you need to get the boys together um, and gelling as quick as possible. You can't do that with uh, with sort of training games or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, getting, a, getting away to the UK, big trip. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what it's like in terms of how much fatigue they get on. But, um, yeah, I mean, also getting close together, you know, like getting tight, um, being away on tour early, there's nothing better. 
Yeah, it's it's very good for the off-field stuff. I just wonder with that travel, and as I mentioned before, you were on the line that against the Highlanders, I think they used 14 players from outside the squad, which sort of made me scratch my head, but that's probably the travel factor that you've alluded to. Yeah, I dare say so, mate. And and also, I suppose they, um, you know, they want to they want to see what they've got in the in the stocks below, and um, you know, it's a good good time to do that when there's nothing really on the line. Now they take the Chiefs on in week one. It's it's you know two fairly recent Super Rugby champions. It's in Waikato. I see the TRB have got the Chiefs as favourites in this one. It's probably a good spot to play the Crusaders first up, having had that travel and so many changes in their team. Yeah, I, I think the the Chiefs will be sitting sitting up there, licking their lips. Really, um, you know they'll they'll. By a little bit of uh, a little bit of payback as well, and um, you know, by all accounts, um, they'll be yeah, they'll be very excited. Uh, I, I think you know the Crusaders um, probably just missing a world class ten. You know, mm. like um, well, that, that's the biggest, I suppose, the biggest change going into this season that um, that they've that they've got. You know, like so it'll. It'll just be it'll be interesting to see how they they attack that, but um, you know, like uh, apart from that, they've still got a very very strong team. They have, and I'm looking at your particular interest. The front row for the Crusaders includes the likes of George Bell, George Bauer, Joe Moody, Fletcher Newell, Cody Taylor, Tamaiti Williams. They're not wanting in the front row. No. No, they're not. And, you know, and when you've got when you've got the ability to let Cody have a rest for a bit, and you've still got the likes of George Bell coming through, you know, um, he's a he's a quality hooker. So, yeah, they're very very well stocked. Um, but you know, it's like like anything. Though a couple of injuries could really throw the spanner in the works. As it has with uh, Will Jordan, by the sounds, it might be a season-ending shoulder reconstruction. And Lee Halfpenny, who I was very much looking forward to, sounds like he's out for a while as well. Yeah, yeah, I see. I saw he was in a shoulder uh, in a shoulder um, sling after one of those games up north. And, yeah, it is a shame. It was, I, was, I was like you, mate. I was, I was hoping to, to see a little bit of him, but... Um, fingers crossed he can he can get fixed up and, and we get to see him near the back end of that season. I've put some little marks next to some guys I think are really important for the Crusaders this year. Um, one of them might surprise in Ryan Crotty because he's at the end of his career, but just his leadership out in the back line, I think we might see a development from um, Dallas McLeod, who hopefully will get a full season as well, Sevi Reese returning as well. Who who are sort of the key links within a team for you to to kick off a season well? Yeah, for, for especially at this point, definitely Ryan Crotty. You know, as I was talking about the first five, um, the first five issue that they've got, I think you know the likes of Ryan Crotty and David Harvey. They will be they will be massive in terms of um, in terms of everything. But yeah, and and then you know losing the likes of Sammy Whitelock. So whoever, uh, like I'd say, Joe Moody would need to step step up a little bit more, and you know, and, and take more of that leadership role. Um, Cody will always be there, um, you know, doing that. But you just lose so much with the likes of with the likes of Sammy leaving, um, Richie Moe leaving. So yeah, it's a 
Um, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting one, isn't it? Sure is, and you love a, you love an old halfback down in, in Christchurch, don't you? You hold on to them for bloody <laughs> ages, and Willie Hines is going round again. Yeah, well, you know, he he, he looks old, you know, with him <laughs> with him not having too much hair, but um, but he's still young um, in terms of his body, you know, like he's yeah. fit as he's in great nick. Um, he's played a lot of rugby, but you know his body's holding up. So, and they're managing him well, you know. And, and I've had a couple of coffees with him, and um, after being in the in the real world, you know, I tell him to stay in the rugby world as long as possible because you know it's um, it's ready and waiting, and it's uh, pretty relentless. So mm-hmm. rugby is not a bad option. <laughs> yeah. Now you're still quite involved, and in even um, the great Jason Ryan had the foresight to bring you in and help out the hookers with throwing the darts into the line-out. How has the strategy and the utilisation of a line-out as an attacking weapon evolved from when you came into the game to now? Uh, it's, uh, it's actually, I mean, an attacking weapon um, uh, gives you an option, especially with a good forward pack, you know, you're, you're mauling, that sort of stuff. Um, but... In, and actually, in recent times, the scrum is more of an attacking weapon because, with the halfback being having to be where he has to be now, you can you can attack so much more. But the line out, I mean, um, yeah, it'll, it gives you that more that more option. But um, uh, I suppose you know we um, we like to play we like to play the running rugby. So if you have your your short options. Then um, you know you um, you have everything available there as well. I'm just looking at the Crusaders' draw for any, and I don't know as players whether you looked at that draw, but I'm just I'm just seeing you go away, home, away, home, away, home, bye, away, away. Do you like the away for a week, home for a week, away for a week? Would you rather do it in blocks? Um, well, I suppose that. It's different now because you haven't got the South Africans in the, in the competition, you know, which always gave you, you know, the blocks where you'd be away or, or something, something like that. So um, for for me, it, it's it's no no big stress um, going going there, you know, home and away. But um, I know when you know when you uh, when you travel, you get the opportunity to because you're always coming home anyway. Um, when you're in New Zealand, so you're not you're not sort of staying away. If you're playing the Chiefs and then you're going away to the Blues, you're still travelling back to Christchurch after that game anyway. So it uh, doesn't really matter matter too much. What about what about like you? You're a um, regional lad who did you know grew up in Southland, played in yeah. uh, played in Christchurch. You got links to the West Coast as well. So the Crusaders aren't taking it anywhere regional. A lot of the teams. Do like the Hurricanes quite often go to Palmy or to um, Hawks Bay? The Chiefs have been to New Plymouth before, and sometimes over to Tauranga. Do you like going out into the regions um, when you're from one of the main franchises? Um, yeah, and I, like I think it's, I actually think it's um, important to get out there, and that was something that Denzel was always about because it gives you buy-in from your, um, you know, from your region. So. Um, I think it is important to get out there, um, and it's uh, it's probably something that's been lacking of uh, of late, really.
Yeah, I do too. And the connection that the Crusaders have, it's not just lip service, is it? Because I know you do represent a big, big chunk of that South Island and you've had a lot of Tasman players in recent times into the Crusaders set up. Is, is that addressed as a team that you're representing more than Christchurch? Um, yeah, it was. I, I mean, obviously, I'm not I'm not privy to that sort of stuff now. But um, yeah, when when especially when, when Deansy was uh, and Toddy were the coaches, it was very much about the Crusaders region. Um, you know, so we're representing the the Nelsons, the the West Coast, Timaru. You know, so um, it was yeah, it was very much drummed into us about uh, the people we were representing. And finally, Flynn, talking to Corey Flynn, former Crusader All Black, etc. Um, the squad on balance, um, it's probably the most talked about are the defections, but it does create opportunities for new guys. And if you're a new guy and you want to play super rugby, uh, the Crusaders is probably the place that you want to go to because they're so good at developing young talent. Yeah. And you know when I when I said about when I said about um, you know not having a world class first five, that could I could easily say yet you know um, yeah, yeah. because you know when when you have when you when you do when you have a squad like the for the Crusaders where you know you can have a young a young player come in and just have to worry about his job and his job only because of the the cattle that you've got around you. Then he, you know, that incoming first five could actually be world class by the end of the season, um, or becoming. So, um, you know, like it's, I suppose it's just a little bit of uh, when, um, you know, with with us of late, we we've always had um, world class in the in in those sort of um, clinch positions, and um, now we're just uh, having to find another one. So. It, Hopefully it won't take long. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen, mate. Who wouldn't want to be a 10 with Cullen Grace? That you're number eight. You're going to get beautiful service. And the magnificent oh. young Willie Hines giving you the ball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cheers, Flinny. Thanks for joining us, buddy. No worries. Cheers, Seth. See you, mate. Corey Flynn there. Um, wonderful crusader, one of the absolute legends of the game. And... You know, put a few marks to some of the players in the squad. Actually, we'll take the opportunity, Christchurch fans, you'll know some of these younger names <clears throat> better than us around the country. Sell us. Sell us on a couple of these youngsters that are going to make a little bit of a difference. I mean, I, th- I was quite surprised when Levi Almour uh, left Moana Pacifica, went to Crusaders. Not surprised, but I thought he might stay. Um, but it was, a, it was a hole that um, the Crusaders had, and they've obviously made him an offer and he's gone I think he could be great Ethan Blackadder I think he's a bit dinged up at the moment but there's there's just quality there's always quality through the Crusaders with Scott Barrett Ethan Blackadder um, Ryan Crotty Tom Christie who's I just really really rate that guy I don't know if there's a better player over the ball than him just such a good pilferer Um, Mitch Drummond's there of course uh, Cullen Grace, as I mentioned, David Avelli, I think he's dinged up and won't be starting early doors. Will Jordan, looks like he's gone for the season. I haven't caught up with that. Manasa Mata Ali is just a fantastic game breaker and a big season I'm predicting for Dallas McLeod, who hopefully gets an uninterrupted run. Just a big, powerful man. Seve Reese back to full health. And just those front forward um, guys, uh, front row guys that I mentioned with Moody, Newell, uh, Tamaiti Williams. 
George Bell. I mean, look at those for props. And Cody Taylor and George Bell as hookers. It's, it's still a good balance side. But on the overall, Super Rugby to me this year is still very wide open. I think we've got joint favourites at threes between the Chiefs and Crusaders off memory, but not far behind are the Blues, the Hurricanes. The Highlanders could create a little bit of a little bit of something, something. A little bit of something, something. But if you've spied anyone in the Crusaders squad in any of these preseason games, or you know a little bit more about them than what I do, I'm keen to hear from you. So give us a call on 0800 150 811. We'll take a break. We'll come back shortly. This is In the Red on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ as we focus on the Crusaders and their campaign for Super Rugby Pacific supremacy in 2024. Yes, we're going to welcome your calls during uh, all of these shows. Uh, give you the fans an opportunity, the opponents an opportunity, whoever an opportunity to talk about the squads, the results and the teams. Of course, next week we'll have uh, the results of the first round. We'll bring you some highlights, etc., etc. But we're sort of trying to preview the game a little bit. We'll have a guest each show, uh, each team. Um, Moana Pacifica coming up in the next half hour we'll have Sir Michael Jones who is the chairperson I think of Moana Pacifica and he's been part of the setup. but we're doing Crusaders right now and Steve from Auckland is ringing up G'day Steve Yeah, g'day Steph and Happy New Year if I haven't spoken to you this year I'm not too sure if I have actually but uh, first, first time back on air this year um, Just firstly just a big shout out to Oliver Lee who puts together the Super Rugby magazine? Yes. Um, every, every year, and once again, he's just put a good uh, guide out for this year's uh, Super Rugby and Super Rugby Opiki uh, uh, competition. Ran into him on Saturday when I was emceeing an event over the shore, and he's given me a whole bundle to, to throw out there, which is really good. So I've had a quick look through that. But just on the Crusaders, um, yeah, purely from a Northland point of view, I'm actually quite excited about the, the Crusaders. You were just talking before to uh, Corey Flynn. With regards to the first five, of course, we've got uh, Rivers Rayhana, who's um, gone down to the Crusaders, and uh, this one on the back of a very good NPC. He's um, cut a track down to the Crusaders, so from a Northland point of view, purely, we're quite excited about that, but also Hedemeyer Murray down there, and, and of course, um, Tamaiti Williams will always be a Northland boy. Of course. As well, but um, but I see Dan, Dan Hawkins has also been part of the Crusaders squad over the summer. Didn't quite make the trip over to Britain to uh, for the two games against Munster in Britain. But I will definitely be having a, a, a beady to the lie on this uh, Crusaders side. I suppose the biggest interest to me will be life without Sam Whitelock you know, being such a part of that team in, in, in recent times. But, um, boy, you, you look through their squad, they've just got so much, uh, there's so much talent there and, and young talent out there that could could basically enthuse this team, uh, um, <clears throat> Steffi. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Rivas Rehana as well. I think he's a little bit of an untapped potential, and this Crusaders move could really just put the polish on what I think is already a very good product. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely, because he's a classy first five. He'll take, he'll take the ball to the line, and I know with their uh, injured first five, uh, Fergus Burke at the moment, there's a great opportunity for those two uh, young first fives, Karakemura is is a good boy, but I just feel that uh, Rivers, you know, he's had two or three seasons of of NPC, and he was just starting to hit his form mm. last year. And if you're hitting your form with Northland, who can be up and down at the best of times, um, it's it's got to be a good thing. It's, it's more consistent consistent football. So, you know, I see as him as unbiasedly as somebody who could actually 
really come through and, and, and push through as a first line. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Very much looking forward to seeing. There's always some new guys that just seem to put their hands up and, and it doesn't seem to take too long when the Crusaders out for it. Awesome call. Thank you, Steve. Cheers, mate. Thank Ge- you. Cheers, buddy. You too. Um, and in fact, Graham, our friend from Marlborough, but formerly of Northland, staff, good yarn with Corey. Keep an eye on the two Northland boys in the Sader squad, Hiramaya Murray and Rivers Ray Hana. <clears throat> a couple of good Northland lads. Hopefully they get plenty of game time. I'm pretty sure Rivers will. And he'd almost be pushing for the 10 jersey now um, with Halfpenny gone, although I think he was going to play fullback. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but Rivers with... Um, their other first fives injured as well uh, and from Mikey our great man in Christchurch Staffy the Crusaders forwards look great backs look great my only concern number 10 and if Ken is correct fullback Will Jordan is out for the year yes an interesting year for the Crusaders fans with all the changes but I think as the season goes on they will grow into a formidable side they will get into the playoffs not hard to do in Super Rugby though uh, that's his words not mine then look out as we love playoff rugby. Looking forward to that cold crater beer, Ken, from Mikey. Uh, someone in Canterbury anointed George... Someone someone in Canterbury anointed George Bell. Hasn't done anything, but they are pushing him so hard. Yeah, people that know about front row play better than me have said George Bell's the goods. So it's a conveyor belt isn't it like not only all black rugby but this is where we see current and future all blacks and George Bell's got pretty big tickets on him and with Cody Taylor alongside him it'll be very interesting to see how he develops amongst others down there in Canterbury they're just such a good nursery of um, growing their own talent but identifying talent from around the country like we've just mentioned a couple of Northlanders going down there and no one seems to go to the Crusaders and fail, do they? It's, it's not a failing franchise, but it's very stiff for them this year. It's a replay of last year's final, the first round match. Chiefs at home in Hamilton, welcoming the Crusaders. Chiefs, just I'll give you TAB odds each time actually. $1.60 Chiefs, two forty-five. the Crusaders. It's about a three and a half point favourite. I think if you want to play the Crusaders, it's very early rounds. Well, they've got some injuries They've got a little bit of fatigue maybe from that Northern Hemisphere trip where they played and lost to Munster and they played Bristol. And then a hit out against the Highlanders with not many of their top line guys being involved in that one as well. Very interesting watch on the Crusaders this year. Not saying they can't do it, but I think it's the first year in about seven. I can say it's wide open. It's usually the Crusaders and who in the final this year. It's who in the final. And I quite like that. That brings a little bit of spice. Right, we shall take our first break in this half hour. On the other side of this, we're going Pacific Flair. It's Moana Pacifica and the great Sir Michael Jones after this.